Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here at the Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. Now, as this episode goes live, we'll be three weeks into the new year, and just nine days away from the annual filing deadline for tax self-assessment in the UK for sole traders and private individuals. So anyone who's in a partnership, a business partnership that is, will also be affected by the deadline. Now, if you're one of the organised and on top of everything going, great. Just sit quietly in the corner and grin. But for everyone else who's left everything to the last minute, the pressure's on. Now, I know several people in business for themselves who are in this boat. I've been there too. That's no joke. It's stressful. It can get you flagged for an investigation by HMRC. That's Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. It can get you fined for late filing of your tax return. That will generate additional charges and interest on any late payments. It also means you've got no idea about your upcoming tax liabilities if you don't know what your business is doing. And frankly, you don't even know if you really have a business. And of course, what it really indicates is that you're winging it as far as the routine running of your business goes. And that's the real problem I want to think about today. You see, it seems to be especially common among my associates in the tutoring game. Uh, we're, we're tutors, and for some of us, the business part of tutoring is a distinct second place to the actual teaching. One of my colleagues, let's call him Tom, although that's not his real name, doesn't like to think about the money part of tutoring at all. He says it's vulgar. They call me vulgar, but I really like being well paid for doing work I enjoy. How about you? What a great problem to have. Call me Mr. Vulgar. I'd have a T-shirt with vulgar millionaire written on it if I was a millionaire. That might take a little while. But it's a thought. Now, at some point, if he's not already finding himself in this week, he's going to find himself in a mess. And possibly he's going to find himself in trouble with the tax man too. And if you're like Tom, waiting until year end to do your books and try like crazy to beat the deadline to file your tax return, then the chances are you've got absolutely no clue at all about how your business is actually performing. You don't know how much profit you're making or, or even if you're just losing money. And if it's all last minute, you won't be able to take legitimate action to minimise your tax bill. Assuming you've actually made any money from the business, which without proper records, you don't know. Now, HMRC love people who just blunder along in business with no idea of the allowances they can claim, the expenses they can deduct, or the ways in which businesses can be built to be very tax efficient or even free from tax altogether at certain points in their lives. Now, many years ago, 
someone I know showed up at my house. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't want to embarrass them. At the time, my house was a full-on renovation project. At the time, my house was a full-on renovation project. It was a building site. I bought an old house. I got the roof off it. Everything was a mess. And this person, nearly said someone else then, shows up five hours before the filing deadline with a stupid grin on his face, a carrier bag full of invoices and receipts, and a bank book. And asked me if I could do his accounts before the deadline. That's not funny. It's not even very smart. Keeping proper accounts and knowing where your business finances are from day to day are bloody important parts of being your own boss. Personally, I think they're vital to your survival and your success. And there's nothing mysterious or difficult about keeping the books in order. Back in the day, you had to keep real books, ledgers, with your financial records in. You'd have to manually enter transactions into each account before you could extract balances from each account and manually calculate even the most basic results, such as your profit and loss. Back then, I might have advised you to hire a bookkeeper as soon as you could afford it. These days, I don't really consider a bookkeeper to be a necessity because, thankfully, things have moved on and modern bookkeeping software such as QuickBooks, Zero, Zoho, QuickFile, and a bunch of others, is a doddle to use, and you don't need to be an accountant to make sense of it. If you have a smartphone, you have the ability to run computerized and potentially even automated accounting software systems on your phone. It'll even link to your bank account to stream your bank transactions from your business bank account into your accounting software so you can check on the flow of cash in and out of your business bank account. How cool is that? You can generate your invoices on the phone. You can take payments on your phone. You can scan and log the transactions of what you spend. You can even input your receipts and back up photographs of them to the cloud. They're all great ideas. But the real benefit of this is that it's fast and it's easy. And it allows you to do what you do best. Being face to face with your customers and making a difference to them. Without the ball ache and time suck of manually keeping track of what your business is doing. I'd estimate it takes about 10 minutes a week to keep my records up to date in my teaching business. Provided I do it on time and regularly. With keeping the sales, enter the purchase, that's it for the month. At the end of the month, it's easy to check the bank account and to find out exactly how much profit I've made in the month. It's quick, it's easy. It's very different from sweating it out at the year end and wondering how much profit I've made and how much tax I'm going to get hammered for. And this stuff really matters because if your back office is a mess, it ends up spilling over into other parts of your business produces stress and makes the whole thing a lot less fun. And if you're stressed in your business, it'll impact on other parts of your life too. I've been there, and take it from me, it's bloody horrible. I'm a bit better at it these days. I'm not perfect by a long stretch, so I'm not you know, telling you how bloody wonderful I am because it's not true. But with all three of my businesses running the same software, 
it's easy to work across all the businesses. I've some standard operating procedures I've written for myself, and it's cheap, it's efficient, and it's fast. Some of the business, one of the businesses is so small, the accounting software doesn't cost me anything. That means I've got control. I've got the right information with which to make decisions about the business. I can see my earnings, the profits, the investment returns, and the costs quickly and easily. And these are vital elements in planning and running the teaching business and the property investment businesses. It's also vital to my tax planning. There is no excuse for leaving it all to the last minute. All it'll do is stress you out and cost you a ton of dosh. Because this is one thing HMRC like more than someone who isn't tax efficient. It's someone who files their tax returns late. You get a fine, they charge you interest for late payment, and then they red flag you for a tax investigation. And you really don't want that. Because however good your records are, however good your systems are, and however switched on your accountant is, HMRC will find something that will cost you money. One of my mates just had a tax investigation on his property business. It took two whole years to resolve. And all the HMRC could find was a few thousand pounds of due tax spread over a number of years. But the strain of it made him unwell. And there seemed to be no end to it. He went grey over that time. He was very lucky because his insurance company covered the accountant's bill for all the work involved in the investigation. But without that insurance, it might have cost him a great deal more money. So my real point here is to really urge you to get on top of your record keeping and stay on top of it. More often than not, we think of ourselves as tutors first, with the business person role in second place. And I think this is dead wrong. It's a terrible mistake. We're business people first. And if the business part of what we do isn't right, it won't matter if we're amazing tutors or not, because we could just be going out of business and not knowing it. We're business people first and tutors second. As a bare minimum, we've got to be competent business people. We've got to keep proper records, know our numbers, and we must have a plan. If we do that, we can optimise what we do. We can stay in business. Keep more of what we earn and have a damn sight more fun, knowing that we're up to date and in control of our finances, our legal obligations and our business goals, and not have to keep looking over our shoulder for Johnny Taxman. So do yourself a favour, put the kettle on, grab your diary, and figure out on which day and at what time you're going to take care of your business every week, every fortnight or every month. Mark it up and don't let anything take that spot. It doesn't have to be hard to stay in control, to stay on the right side of the law and to keep up to date with your affairs. If you do the work while everything's fresh in your mind, it's easier than trying to remember transactions from a year and a half ago at the last minute. Trust me, done it both ways. In the past, I've paid late filing charges and overdue charges. It made me feel like shit. And I resented every single pound that I had to give the taxman because of my own indolence. Don't leave it all to the last minute. 
ever again. I know I won't. Because now, once I've completed my records, and I've got plenty of time, it's a quick visit to my accountant. Hand over the, the gubbins and my records to him. Not to have him do the work, but just to check that I'm not breaking any laws. I want him to check I'm claiming all my allowances, that I've taken all my expenses and all the costs that I can deduct, so I'm making the best use of my tax position. Now, if he's happy, I'm happy. That means I can relax and get on with what I most like to do. And that's teach guitar and build my businesses. And if I can make a boatload of money and do it tax-free in the process, that's well worth 10 minutes a week of my time. How about you? Get in touch via info at neilcamado.com. Follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. Remember, guys, I'm here to listen as well as talk, because I don't have all the answers. Now, hit the subscribe button for the Tutor Podcast, and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And we'll wrap up for today. So join me next time on the Tudor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.